Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. As we wrap up the round of 16 in the Champions League, my brother Fabrizio Romano joins the show to discuss things going on off the pitch, including, of course, Chelsea and the latest regarding contract renewals, even Thomas Tuchel himself, Manchester United and some players that may stay or leave in the summer. Mohamed Salah, a massive, massive uh, piece of news as he continues uh, to figure out his contract with Liverpool, Barcelona, El Clásico ahead, and much, much more. Fabrizio Romano on this Champions League day begins right now. Hey, everybody, welcome to Keo Lasso. Thank you so much for being part of the family once again. Thank you for helping us reach 10,000 subscribers on YouTube. Amazing. Thank you so much. Don't forget, Tuesday, live recap of Champions League. We'll be giving away a $100 Paramount Plus gift card. Fabrizio Romano, how are you, buddy? Hello, my friend. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. All great and ready to, to start this fantastic football week. Very, very excited indeed. A lot of action. Juventus, the only Italian team left in the Champions League. Fabrizio, uh, are, are you nervous? How are you feeling against uh, Villarreal? I think they have good chances. I feel they have good chances. I'm sure that Allegri knows how to do it. He's always been great in Champions League with Juventus in the past, so it's a good opportunity for them. They're doing pretty good even in, in Serie A, so I'm sure that they feel in a good moment. Yeah, it's going to be uh, the, the battle of the tacticians, I guess, because Unai Emery, of yes. course, on the other side. It should be interesting. Fabrizio, let's uh, discuss all the business going on. And, of course, Chelsea remains a major talking point after Roman Abramovich sanctions and everything that's going on with the club. Uh, you can watch or listen to our previous episodes, of course, for much more on this. But with you, Fabrizio, I wanted to first discuss uh, contract renewals and situations. What's the latest there? Because I'm reading a lot regarding, of course, Aspilicueta, Christensen, Rudiger, and other players as well, you know, even N'Golo Kante in the future. What's the latest there with Chelsea as they continue to deal with this nightmare, to be honest with you, uh, from a Chelsea fan perspective? Yes, it's a, it's a really complicated situation. And of course, many players are waiting. Many players at Chelsea Football Club are waiting to see what's next. Uh, you mentioned Rudiger, Aspilicueta and Christensen because these three players are out of contact in the coming months. And so it's normal that they're waiting for the green light to leave. But Christensen will be Barcelona player. I don't have many dubs, so it's just to, time to sign the contracts. But they have a verbal agreement. Tony Rudiger is going to decide in the coming weeks uh, what he wants to do with many clubs approaching him. So he has many possibilities. Cesar Spiliqueta has a proposal from Barcelona in his hands. So he will decide soon what he wants to do. So for these three players, the situation seems to be pretty clear. But there are players out of contract in June 2023. Jorginho, Kanté, Marcos Alonso. They were discussing with the club in different moments. For example, Kanté, after the Champions League final won by Chelsea last year, he 
what this was discussing with the club and they told him we will reward you with an important contract but he was still waiting and now of course the situation is in standby Jorginho wanted to know what's next for him because in the summer he will have many possibilities on the market and so he was waiting for Chelsea to decide on his contract but now everything is in standby Marcos Alonso the same proposals from Italy from Spain some opportunities so he was waiting to have a message from Chelsea board but nothing is going on right now so these players are waiting and even Thomas Tuchel, of course, because this is another key point of the story. Tuchel is waiting to see who will be the new owner, what kind of plans they will have. The answer I'm always receiving when I see messages around and also uh, rumors around about Manchester United, the answer I'm receiving from who's close to Thomas Tuchel is he's not kind of person who will live in a difficult moment. So he wants to help Chelsea, to focus on Chelsea. His messages, I think, even in the press conferences, are always fantastic. How he's fighting for the team, protecting the club, protecting the badge, protecting the fans in a very difficult moment. But at the same point, at the end of the season, he'll need to make a decision based on what happens with the, with the new ownership. Yeah, Thomas Tuchel, uh, it's worth saying, once again, has acted uh, very well here throughout this whole thing. A very difficult situation. It's very easy to tweet comments and point fingers but when you are that man right there sitting down and uh, having to answer difficult questions, you know, uh, it, it's commendable, of course, on how Thomas Tuchel continues to guide himself. Of course, uh, the screen showed there a quote that you tweeted from him, of course, uh, about what Tuchel said. There's no doubt I stay here at Chelsea until the end of the season. You have to go day by day because the situation can change. But to your point, uh, it would be very almost impossible to believe that he would leave uh, at a time when Chelsea need him. The most. Uh, we're a US based uh, platform uh, news outlet, Fabrizio Romano. So I am intrigued by Christian Polisic and his own future. Is there anything on that or is he staying put for now? What, what's the latest there? I can tell you that on technical point of view, Thomas Tuchel is happy with him and how he's training, how he's performing. They're happy with him. Of course, he wants to feel like a starter, a regular starter. So this has always been the point for Christian Polisic. But at the same point, now it's about the club. Uh, I think when Thomas Tuchel says we have to see day by day, this is the reality. The only reality for, for Chelsea to wait and see what's next. And so we'll understand what kind of project they will have for the summer, for the coming years. And it means even to understand the future of Christian Pulisic because at the moment he's he's basically waiting. But I can tell you that Tuchel is happy with him. So he's still training and performing at the best level. But to understand what's next for these important players, we have to wait for the new ownership or to understand what's next. One more point about Chelsea before we move on. They have one of the best academies in Europe, not just England. It's so talented. You see, you may look at other teams from all over, not just the Premier League, but lower divisions and think that's actually a Chelsea low knee. Uh, you know, Conor Gallagher, of course, played tremendously against Man City on Monday. What's the future there? Because obviously with financial restrictions, I'm wondering what, what, what it means for, for, for those players that are either on the fringe or loanees to other clubs. This is a very good point because I'm sure that you mentioned Conor Gallagher, but there is another fantastic player like Armando Broya who is doing yeah. great with Southampton <laughs> and many top clubs are looking at him eh? in England, but even in other countries because it will be summer of strikers and Armando Broya will be one of them. But Chelsea will need to make a decision. And a decision on him, on, on Conor Gallagher, and no one is able to make the decision now. So with the financial restrictions and with this kind of situation, they need to give an answer to these players. They want to plan for their future. For example, Armando Broya is waiting since January to have an answer on Chelsea. What they want to do, I'm sure that Tuchel is a big fan. He always said in public he loves him. Uh, same for Conor Gallagher. But then if they will receive a proposal, 
what's going to happen. These players don't know. They don't know. Their agents don't know what's next. And so this is why Chelsea situation is, is really dangerous. They need a solution as soon as possible because even for talented players they have in their academy, they need to, to give an answer to them on the project. They, have to, they need a vision. You, you build a top academy with a vision. And they had a fantastic vision, let me say, because with Conor Gallagher was a perfect loan to Crystal Palace. He's performing. Palace are happy with him. And Chelsea are super happy with his performances. Same with Armando Broglie at Southampton. But now you need the vision if you want to plan for the future. So let's see. Yeah, the most immediate thing for them, obviously, uh, you know, directed by the UK government is the sale of Chelsea Football Club. And of course, as we have mentioned to you, Todd Bowley um, and, you know, uh, Hanswark Viz, as well as Nick Candy, by the way, you know, uh, leading candidates is seen to try and buy the club. So we'll have to see. But as Thomas Tuchel said, and as Fabrizio Romano keeps reporting day by day, this uh, situation continues to evolve. All right, Manchester United. Um, a great win this past weekend. Uh, they are playing Atleti in the Champions League. Obviously, we know that Ralf Ranić uh, will not be the manager after the end of the season. He'll stay with the club, obviously, but there's a lot to discuss. But Edison Cavani, hearing a lot about him going to La Liga at the end of the season. How true is this? From what I'm told, uh, I shared this, so I have to say that it's true. Can you check with Fabrizio? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, my, my point is, from what I'm told, he's leaving by United. No doubts. So he wants to try something new. He had two good seasons in, in England, but he wants to try something new. And my United will go for a young striker. So hmm. it's time for a change at United. And this is why he's going to leave on a free. Uh, he dreams of La Liga. So I can't mention any club at the moment because it's just Cavani intention. Cavani plans to, to try La Liga experience in the, coming, uh, in the coming months. So to look for some opportunities around. Let's see what happens with many strikers. It will be a crazy domino. Uh, I know that maybe now the feeling is only around Holland and Mbappé, but trust me, it will be a crazy domino for many and many other strikers. Players like Cavani, Luis Suarez. We have really many and many strikers that will move in the summer. And so Cavani dreams of La Liga. Uh, he was incredible with Paris Saint-Germain. He was incredible in Italy. He was very good in England. And so it's time for him now to try something in La Liga and then to go back to South America. But some South American clubs are already approaching him in case he won't find a solution in La Liga. And so let's see. In Brazil, in Argentina, they're approaching him. River Plate is not an option. He doesn't want to go to River Plate from what I'm told. But other clubs are approaching him. And so I'm sure that Cavani will be another name that we will mention on Kegolasso in the coming weeks. Yeah, I'm sure MLS as well, clubs will be looking at this as well. But yeah, to your point, obviously Cavani wanting to go to La Liga. Um, and Fab right now is staying tight-lipped on the clubs in Spain, of course, where uh, he goes. All right, well, Cristiano Ronaldo, obviously, what a great hat-trick against Tottenham. Is there a chance that the club offers him an extension? Could he leave at the end of the season? Anything on that? He has a contract till 2023 with an option to extend for one further season. So I don't see my United negotiating again with Cristiano and with Orge Mendes, but maybe to continue together next season and then decide whether they want to extend the contract in summer 2023 or not. So um, the situation is, um, is absolutely quiet at the moment around the contract. The real decision will be if Cristiano will continue with my United next season. The expectation around Cristiano is really not to change the club. So I see people around Cristiano really relaxed uh, about, the, about the future and about next season. But as always, I say about my United, it's going to be really, really important to see what's next of the manager. 
point of view. Who will be the new manager? What kind of manager will arrive? What kind of project they will have around Cristiano? He wants to feel important. From what I'm told, Cristiano is not worried by May United signing another top striker, another young striker. He would be happy with May United to sign another striker. But at the same point, for Cristiano, it's really important to have answers on the manager and to see what happens on Champions League because he loves Champions League football too. Yeah, that's a key one because, uh, you know, regardless whether they beat Atleti or not, I don't see them winning this whole thing. And obviously... It doesn't look like they'll get a top four, although they're still in contention, but obviously Arsenal leading the way. And if they don't get Champions League for next season, Fab, I'm sure Ronaldo's decision to stay or go uh, obviously will depend on that. Yes, it will be an important point as the manager too. But as I told you, at the moment, Cristiano, from what I'm told, is not in his mentality to decide in March or in April what he wants to do on his future. Uh, for Juventus, for example, he decided to, to, to leave in August, not in not in not even in July or in June. So Cristiano is like that. He decides when when he has the feeling. But and now his feeling is to help United to fight for United. He was incredible, as you mentioned, with Tottenham. So I see Cristiano really focusing on United and not changing his club. Then let's see in the summer what happens. Maybe the new manager will not trust him or will try something different. But at the moment around the club, they expect Cristiano to stay. Well, Fabrizio, he just met with Tom Brady. So I hope he doesn't take a page out of Tom Brady's book and says, I'm leaving, I'm staying, I'm leaving, I'm staying. And then and then all hell will break loose. All right, let's move on. Did you know that while over 60% of Americans dream of starting their own business, less than 20% of them take the first step? The reason? Building a business is tough. Taylor Brands is simplifying the business journey. From launching and managing to growing your business, Taylor Brands isn't just another tool. It's your online business partner, from launch to success. With Taylor Brands, building your dream business becomes an effortless experience. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, ensuring you have everything you need in one place. From LLC formation to bookkeeping, invoicing to acquiring licenses and permits, and even setting up your bank account, Taylor Brands handles it all seamlessly. And our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using our link, taylorbrands.com slash Sports. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash CBS Sports. So start your business journey today with Taylor Brands. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. To uh, Mohamed Salah, I mean, this conversation that we've had, Fab, on a QG has been for a while now, and... We've been talking about how it's a little weird that there hasn't been a decision. And obviously, there's a lot of intricacies with the contract. But then, uh, Mohamed Salah's agent, uh, Rami Abbas Issa, uh, was, uh, did the laugh emoji regarding Jurgen Klopp's comments saying, I think the club did what the club can do. There's nothing more to say about it from my point of view. It is exactly like it should be at the moment. And uh, there's... <laughs> Mohamed Salah's agent kind of uh, laughing it off. What is going on? Is the, it, are we see, Do you think now that we're seeing maybe a situation where Salah actually leaves Liverpool? So I want to explain you the full situation. The last meeting between Rami Abbas, the agent of Mo Salah, and Liverpool board was in the States in December, last December. 
Yeah. This was the last meeting, the last face-by-face meeting and the last direct contact between Salah environment. The last communication between the both of these. communication, exactly. Okay. And was not a positive communication because in that occasion, after negotiating and talking, Mo Salah and his agent decided to turn down Liverpool proposal. They were not happy with that proposal. So on Liverpool's side, they were always being optimistic for many, many months, keeping saying that they were working on it, they were confident. But then the reality, and this is what I said on Friday, because I'm 100% sure of what I'm saying, the reality is that at the moment there is no agreement and no conversation between Mo Salah and Liverpool. Why? Because on Liverpool's side, they think their proposal is very good, is to be the best paid player in the club. But at the same point, they don't want to destroy their salary structure. So they don't want to change their salary structure and their salary approach for a crazy salary for Mo Salah and normal salary for many other top players they have in the team. But on Salah's side, he wants an important salary because if you look at salaries around Europe or around Premier League, like for Man City stars, it's completely different than what Mo Salah is receiving from Liverpool. So this is why you can understand both sides of this story. But the reality is, Mo Salah wants to stay because Mo Salah loves Liverpool, loves the team, loves the manager, loves the fans, loves the stadium, loves the city. He's super happy with Liverpool. But at the moment, he's not happy with what they're offering. So I'm not sure that he will leave this summer. I'm sure that he has chances to leave on a free in summer 2023. So this could be the way for Mo Salah. But I would keep it open for Liverpool because maybe Liverpool will decide to offer him a new deal in the coming weeks to change their stance and to say, OK, let's pay what he wants because we need Mo Salah to win again and to continue our project. So at the moment, as of today, there are not even talks between Mo Salah and Liverpool. This is the reality. This might really need a sit down with just Jurgen Klopp and just Mohamed Salah. I don't because to your point, it's a personal thing, but it's also an economical thing. And for both sides. So it will be very intriguing. And then, you know, even though the contract actually runs out in 2023, Liverpool also probably have to play. If things are not moving, even and we hit the summer, does Liverpool say to themselves, look, um, we have to make sure that we don't suffer what PSG is going through with Mbappé right now. Do we exactly. make some money out of it? No, there is a key point, I think, also in this story that is important to remember the value of Mo Salah for Liverpool. But even there's a player that is never having serious injuries you can always trust Mo yeah. Salah yeah. and this is something that is not for every player in the world eh? he's always always performing always delivering uh, he's always been professional even during this contract saga that is taking like six months seven months and he's still performing at top level still scoring important goals so Mo is really happy with Liverpool and it's just financial situation it's just financial issue between Liverpool and Mo Salah so it's up to Liverpool on Mo Salah's side but on Liverpool's side it's up to Salah to say yes to their proposal so this is why everything is stalling now but Liverpool are facing a serious danger to, to lose Mo Salah. I'm sure uh, those uh, laugh emojis uh, from the agent didn't really help anything, but we'll see. All right. Well, listen, let's, uh, let's move on. El Clásico is this weekend. Uh, Real Madrid against Barcelona. And there's an argument to be made here, Fabrizio, that finally, since the exit of Ronaldo and Messi here, we're getting a good Clásico because Real Madrid is playing yes. well. Leading well, obviously, that great victory against PSG. Barcelona is still in Europa League, of course. Uh, we'll have to wait and see how it ends up with Galatasaray. But, you know, both teams are doing well, of course. So let's talk about it from uh, from a game perspective, by the way. How excited about you this Clásico as we uh, look ahead to the weekend? Fantastic Clásico, but in particular, I want to mention the two managers. I think they're doing something special because if you mentioned, as, and this is absolutely right, that finally we have a very beautiful and exciting Clásico ahead now, is thanks to the managers, I think. Carlo Ancelotti did the masterpiece, in my opinion, with Paris Saint-Germain. They were 
terrible for 150 minutes in the two games with, with Paris Saint-Germain. And then in 10 minutes, he was able to change the atmosphere around the team, to change some players with Kamavinga bringing something fresh at the right moment, to change the atmosphere of the Bernabeu and to win that game. And now for Real Madrid, it seems completely different season. So Carlo Ancelotti impact on that team is something that only top manager that in that moment with Paris Saint-Germain was a really difficult game. Mm. They were really struggling in the first half. So I think Ancelotti made the difference in the Champions League. And Xavi, what Xavi is doing with Barcelona is impressive, is incredible. But really, I, I always think that I think that top manager, uh, to, to check top manager is important to hear from the players. And the answers I'm receiving from some players in Barcelona, and even for players that didn't join Barcelona but were tempted in January by joining Barcelona, is Xavi is incredible. The impact he's having, the way he's talking with the players, the, the work he's doing on the pitch, on the training sessions. So I think Xavi is the man who is rebuilding Barcelona. And this is why I'm really excited to see their reaction in a fantastic game like El Clásico. And at the same point, Real Madrid with their stars and never-ending players like Luka Modric and Benzema. I have no words for them, really. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, so with that being said, uh, from a Barcelona perspective, we've talked about Christensen. Apparently the deal's been agreed. And uh, our friend uh, as well that we both follow, Gerard Romero, reporting the Frank Kessie deal is agreed as Piliqueta too. I mean, there's a lot going on here. And Laporta is interested in Erling Haaland. Uh, they also like Rafinha. What's going on here? Surely, you know, financial fair play is going to catch up with Barcelona. But how can they do this? How can they do this? I can't answer, to be honest. I don't know. It's the same. It's always the same answer and same question. It's shabby and the same again, Fabrizio. It's shabby yeah. again. Yes, yes, yes. Maybe he's the new owner. We don't know. But at the same point, uh, no, no, no. We have to say that the reality is that they're signing players because this mm. is the reality. This is what they did with Ferran Torres in, the, in, in December. And this is what they're doing even now with the free agents because... Christensen is almost done, just a contrast to be signed, but verbally is done. Kessi, from what I'm told, is not fully agreed yet. So with Kessi, we need to wait before saying done. But they are discussing, they are in very advanced talks. Nothing has been signed. So they're still discussing on some final detail, but they are in the final way. So I see Kessi joining uh, Barcelona's free agent. I see Mazraoui too joining Barcelona's free agent because they made a proposal around 5 million euros and also included and he's really tempted by this opportunity. So Mazraoui, Cassie, Christensen, Aspilicueta has good chances too to go to Barcelona. So they're working on free agents and they're dreaming of Erling Golan. Then dreaming is for free. Then signing players is a bit different. <laughs> so this is why I'm not sure that they will be able to do it. But what I can tell you on Erling Golan is that the situation, on my point of view, talking with people even next to him is very clear. Um, these top clubs, Barcelona, but in particular Real Madrid and Man City, and I want to mention Man City and Real Madrid because they're really pushing on that one, they're ready to pay what Borussia Dortmund wants mm. and they're ready to pay what Erling Allen wants. So it's not a financial decision. He's going to decide about the project. He's going to decide about the manager. He's going to decide about the vision, the, the long-term project for the club. So it's about the player. It's Erling Golan who needs to decide. I see many rumors around from Spain saying that about the meeting Real Madrid-Borussia Dortmund. It's not even needed. There is a close. And these clubs are ready to pay the close. Mm. And they're ready to pay what Golan wants. It's up to the player. It's up to him now. That's um, it. Unbelievable. Because obviously this is where Xavi and uh, Pep Guardiola and you know the relationship that Holland has with certain clubs as well will be key. So we've got to keep an eye on that one. All right. So for from you know talking to Clásico here from... Barcelona's perspective to Real Madrid. So we've talked about the Ancelotti 
effect. Uh, our friend Jimmy Conrad calls him the player whisperer. He's just so good at getting <laughs> the best out of players. Um, I, I think I agree. Uh, yes. But you just recently reported a, a new deal for Vinicius Jr. Uh, you know, somebody that I, you know, I followed all the way from his Flamengo days. Uh, so happy for him. What's the latest on him? Because obviously that's a big part of Real Madrid's success. Yes, he's doing he's doing fantastic. And uh, Real Madrid, from what I'm told, they are preparing the contract proposal for Vinicius Junior for Vinicius Junior till 2027. So they are preparing the new contract. I say preparing because it's not going to be discussed now. From what I'm told, it's going to be discussed at the end of the season. So in some months we'll have final answers. But Vinicius is super happy with Real Madrid. Uh, as we can see in the pick, he's kissing the badge every time he's scoring. Uh, Real Madrid fans love him. Uh, Ancelotti loves him. Uh, Florentino Perez is convinced that this player will be special for many, many years. So Real Madrid will offer him a new deal and I don't see big issues in these negotiations. So I'm sure that they want to continue with Vinicius and their plan is to have both Vinicius and Mbappé. So they want to continue with the top signings. Of course, as we know, they're working on Kylian Mbappé, uh, but they want both Vinicius and Mbappé in the team for the long term. So Real Madrid are going serious on the market. I mean, you know, what a great player to continue his trajectory uh, with the club, of course. Uh, and by the way, we've talked about Erling Haaland and I, I, I take it, um, he's still part of Florentino Perez's radar, but Kylian Mbappé as well, I, I guess, obviously, regarding of what happened recently. And, you know, I'm reading a lot. I'm re obviously, we're reading so much about, like, it's done, it's agreed. W what's the latest there? I will say that it's done once it will be signed. <laughs> because for top names and top clubs, I'm used to do like that. And the answer I'm receiving is that the contract is ready, but it's ready since long mm -hmm. time. But it's not signed yet. And it, till it will be signed... We have to wait, even because Paris Saint-Germain are trying and trying, as Leonardo said. Leonardo said in public many times that they're trying and trying to change the situation. But I still see Real Madrid as front runners and Real Madrid prepared to have Kylian Mbappé in their team for next season. So they consider Mbappé just a matter of time. So it's up to the player now to shine and to complete this saga after 12 months we are waiting. It's one year or more than this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And sticking with this same narrative, uh, PSG perspective, obviously a lot of trouble going on. Uh, we've discussed with Jonathan Johnson uh, the latest there. Of course, uh, the ultras, some of them didn't show up to the game against Bordeaux. They were booing Neymar and Messi. Uh, and Messi, you know, what? would you see a situation here where, you know, he looks... Somewhere else, an exit strategy. The same, I guess, about Neymar. I mean, it's an absolute mess at Paris Saint-Germain. The situation is complicated and JJ is the best person in the world to discuss about it, of course. So I can only say that what he's sharing about Paris Saint-Germain is the reality. The situation is complicated. So we know how difficult it is in particular for Neymar. Uh, how difficult it is for Leo Messi. But getting booed by Paris Saint-Germain fans is something that is absolutely shocking for, for Messi and for football fans in general, I think. But at the same point, I was asking about these rumors about Messi coming back. Mm. But from what I know at the moment, this is absolutely not the case. So he's still focusing on PSG. He knows that he's committed to PSG and it's important for him to make another season there. Then after, really, after what happened last summer, is never say never in football. But as of today, there is nothing going on. Nothing going on. So it's better to, to wait and see what happens. But as of now, there is nothing between Barca and Leo Messi. And I still think that MLS would be the next step for him after Paris Saint-Germain, but not now. Not now. Yes, uh, I, I agree. We'll we'll have to wait on that one. And of course, once the storm comes down, they'll probably refocus uh, with the with the project, including, of course, Mauricio Pochettino's 
future. But the future remains bright for us as long as we have Fabrizio Romano here in the show. Fab Romano, thank you so much, my friend. I hope you have a great day of Champions League action and all the work that you do. Make sure that you follow him on Twitter and Instagram, CBS Sports, and your CBS Sports app as well. Fab, thank you so much, my friend. Thank you, my friend. Enjoy Champions League. Enjoy Classico. Enjoy many, many things. It will be a crazy football week. And so thank you as always. Absolutely. Thank you so much, everybody. YouTube.com forward slash Kegolasso. YouTube.com forward slash Kegolasso. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Kegolasso Pod. We are also on CBS Sports, your CBS Sports app. Have a great, great Champions League day and the rest of your week. We'll see you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.